clean herself. We're talking about my cat. <laughs> That'd be a weird place so. for people to come in on. Okay. Um, I have not read any of our, our notes. I have not looked at anything. I am ill-prepared for today's show, but... I'm ill-prepared for life. I'm like, that's my life. Yeah, ill-prepared. The amount of fatigue you get from being on a ladder uh-huh. is incredible. It, it's... I don't think it's something you would think about, but just standing on a ladder is very tiring. I don't get on ladders. I and don't I've like ladders. I've been on a lot of ladder lately. I've seen the pictures. Yeah, a lot of ladder. But. Well, this is where we get to take a break from the real world and talk about the virtual world. Those would be video games. Uh, welcome to the Bite Me podcast. This is episode 152. I believe you are correct, sir. I finally am correct. I'm, I'm right about something. Um, so yeah, my name is Adam West. I'm the Dylan. Cliff and is he's missing? Not he's not missing. We know where he's at. Cliff is home very, very ill. Somebody didn't get their flu shot. I don't know. That's probably not he, true. He fell ill. Yeah. How does somebody fall ill? It's like, it's not I, like. I think it's just You language. just trip on a rock and yeah. oh, fell into some sickness. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Well, Cliff is sick, so he is home and not feeling well, so he will not be joining us today. But that's okay, because I think between the two of us, we could handle this. <laughs> Maybe. I hope. Let's see how it goes. Um, so this week, we've got some news coming up about, let's see, Fallout was 76. Got some interesting uh, updates uh, yeah. and stuff about it. And it was interesting, because I started uh, Fallout New Vegas because it's on Game Pass, and I'm like, I've never played this one, and it's supposed to be, like, every a lot of people, it's their favorite. Um, so I started playing it, uh, and I do like it. It's interesting. It's definitely dated-looking, though, because it's a 360 game, and it's I don't think they did any real, like, anything to it other than... Yeah, I don't know. You're, like, watching the dog animation ch- run, right. I'm like, oh, that's looks like an old game. Yeah. But Was it's Fallout fun. ever particularly... Is it a good-looking game at the time? No. It was... I think it was fine. I think Fallout 3 was pretty good looking. Yeah. I mean, as much as those big, giant world RPGs look. Right. I always feel like they look a certain way. They do. They look like a big RPG that doesn't quite, can't quite cram maybe as much detail as I'd like to see a Fallout game running in the Assassin's Creed Origins or Odyssey engine. Mm -hmm. I think that would look, oh, that would look amazing. Anyway, we'll talk about some Fallout 76 stuff. Steam is finally going to let you play multiplayer, uh, local multiplayer games online, which I can't believe that wasn't a thing until now. So that'll be fun. Humble Bundle is making some changes. You're right. Humble Bundle is making some changes to its Humble monthly subscription thing. Might be a little more pricey, but there's a reason for that. Hey, eat tacos, get Game Pass. I like it already. Um, You had me. Yes, you uh, had me at eat tacos. Yeah, I think I think tacos sound real good right about now. Oh, I'm into it. Uh, and finally, you can watch movies with your Twitch friends. So we'll talk about that, plus questions this week, and uh, some cheap free games via the Epic Game Store and Game Pass. But first, we start with what we're playing. Uh, since I already started to talk about what I've been playing, I'll just keep on keeping on. Uh, so I'm checking out Fallout New Vegas on Game Pass. It's pretty cool. It's the, uh, uh, is it Obsidian or Bethesda? No, it's not Bethesda. It's the Obsidian Zenimax or yeah. whatever. Uh, they took the property from Bethesda and they were like, here, make a game. So they made it. And uh, it's interesting right off the bat, I notice a few differences. You don't wake up in a bunker. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got a, 
similar kind of starting off where you wake up in a place and you create your character and you get a little backstory and you, you start right off. Um, and I, immediately I did the thing that I do in all Fallout games where it's like you get through the training missions and they're like, okay, now go see so-and-so like at the tavern or go see so-and-so at the convenience store underneath right. the movie sign. They're here to help you and guide you and sell you stuff. I immediately go there, buy the things I need, and just blow them away. Because that's the thing in Fallout games is you can change how the game goes just by taking out certain characters and things. It's totally ruined. And I don't know why I do yeah. it. But I don't know. You're not going to be able to progress in the game now? Probably not. Yeah, it's fine. Um, so I'm obviously going to go back and restart it just because I'm like, I wonder what happens if I do this. <laughs> and, of course, everybody in town is like, no. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> they took our jobs. <laughs> um, so, uh, let's see. So I've got that. I have also been playing a few things. Um, I want to, I, for some reason, RPGs are kind of like, uh, peaking my interest right now. I don't know why, because I have zero time to play anything that involved. Um, but I checked out the opening of... I believe it's Elder Scrolls uh, Online. Yeah. Is that the one? It's the one that's online. On Game Pass, yeah. That's on there, okay. yeah. So I did that. I started a character in that, and it's uh, it's a this-gen game. Right. Or a current-gen game, so it definitely looks a lot better. But again, it's a first-person kind of RPG, which you can me off. You can change You can it. shift out of that. But when you shift out of that and those anim- those animations for games that are primarily made to be played in first person, yeah. they're like, oh, we're going to throw this in for the people who don't like that. It just looks like crap. Yeah. Uh, so there is that. Again, I don't know why I'm trying out these massively huge games that I have zero time for. you want to escape your world for a minute and you want to go into this other world and be someone else for a minute. Yeah. That's probably why. I'm a little too ADD, I think, for that. Because I'm just like, oh, here we go. Oh, a squirrel. Oh, a squirrel. And it's yeah, like it's different game, different phase. game, different it's game. Like Thursday, it'll be over. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's really all I've kind of checked out. Um, I've got a Game Pass is perfect for me because I get to start all these games that I'm never going to finish. And I don't feel that bad because I paid a dollar a month for it until like April. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Yeah. Um, I did get my first official 30-day charge for Apple Arcade, which is... Still, that's worth it because uh, I opened Outlander, I believe is what it is, and it's a, a kind of like a a roguelike s- strategy game. Yeah. Um, in, uh, I've only played about 15 minutes of that, and I'm still stuck like at the first screen because it's like there is no intro. There is no kind of hand-holding or direction of any kind. It's legit. You just pop up. You're a dude on a screen with a grid, and it doesn't tell you anything. So I need to maybe look up a wiki or a how-to on that game and, and get going and see what that's about. So, yeah. So that's that. That's what I've been playing. What are you playing right now? Um, Literally right now. I'm trying to play a game, so I have something to talk about because I haven't played a lot of games lately. But I was excited that Little Town Hero finally came out. Oh, yeah. Um which is that adorable-looking game from Game Freak, which I believe is the first RPG they've done since Pokemon in 97, 96. Um, oh, it's their first, like, original game? Right, it's their oh, first. Wow. Okay. R- well, I think they've done other games, but not, like, an RPG, as mm-hmm. they're known for a, of the Pokemon RPG, right? Um, and I've seen some kind of mixed reviews on it so far, so I wanted to check it out, and it's only 25 <coughs> bucks. So, oh, okay. 
um, on the Switch, and it is. I mean, it looks really nice. Look, look at that. Looks oh nice. wow. Um, okay. So it kind of has that Pokemon vibe, but with a little different art style. Um, I've heard the like the combat in it is pretty interesting um, for a twist on like JRPG combat. Um, I have not played it enough. Obviously, I just downloaded it pretty much um, and booted it up, but I'm excited to play it in my downtime over the next week and discuss further when that happens, but I kind of, I kind of forgot it was coming, and then all of a sudden I was like, "Oh, that's out now! I'm gonna buy that." But Luigi's Mansion also comes out on Halloween, so that's oh yeah, that's, that's like I'm a week. Definitely gonna play that. So. Yeah, I kind of want to play that, even though I never played the first one. But I never played the first one. I played the one on the 3DS, and it was fantastic. Really? Yeah. Cool. So uh, I'm very excited for a Luigi game. Yeah, and Gooigi. Yeah. <laughs> I love how stupid like just. <laughs> What it, what's his, what do we call it? Gooigi, duh. Right. It's like, oh yeah, that's great. Was there Gooaria? Is like Guaria, no, there is goo, no Gooario because it's the Luigi game. Yeah. Huh. Well, that'll be fun. You have to tell oh, and you you won't have it in time for next week's episode, will you? Yeah. Mm. But I'll talk about Little Town Hero next week, and then I'll talk about Luigi's Mansion. Yeah. Um. Also coming on Game Pass and all other platforms, but. Obviously, Game Pass duh, on Friday is the Outer Worlds. Yes, so that one I'm actually interested in too, and that's the one I'm interested and in. What there's like three or four games that all have the same name. And so I there's the Outer Wilds, right? Which is the space travel like thing time reset you, thing. Yeah, the Groundhog's Day in space. Yeah. I th- and I'm pretty sure I've got them. I'm not looking it up because I'm sticking to the fact that I think I know which ones I'm talking about. Okay, and then there's and then, Outlander, which you just explained. Right. And then there's Outer Worlds. Right. Or Outer World. I think it's Outer Worlds. I think it's The Outer Worlds. The Outer Worlds, which is the new, I think it's an Obsidian published game. It's okay. one they were working on before Microsoft snapped them up, clearly. Uh-huh. Uh, so it's coming to all platforms, but it is on uh, Game Pass Ultimate and Game Pass Xbox, or Game Pass Ultimate, this um, this Friday. So I really want to check that out. But again, that's another one of those massive um, RPG games that I really don't have the time for. It looks neat. Yeah, it looks really like, good. The art style is pretty cool. It, it is. So that's what we're playing. Cliff has been playing. Oh, yeah. I also Cliff has been playing Blair Witch, which uh, I've also played a little bit yeah. and really, really interesting. I want to play more of it and kind of see how it unfolds. There's one thing. I just can't get past some of what seems to be... I don't want to say it's a choppy frame rate, but I feel like it's a lower frame rate than I'm used to. And also some of the textures and stuff look just a little not not as crisp as you would expect yeah. for a game of this generation. But the voice acting is amazing. The uh, the atmosphere is spot on. Right. Um, it's 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 a good game from the hour ish that I've put into it. Yeah, Cliff finished it. Oh, did he? And his review to me was he thinks he would have liked it better if it wasn't a Blair Witch game. Oh. Which I'll let him elaborate on that next week if he mm-hmm. still wants to talk about it or whatever. Oh, I hope he does. I can't remember exactly what he said, but nor I downloaded it because I intended to play it too. So I didn't obviously want to listen to too much to right. do any spoilers or whatever. But and what did you think of the movie? When yeah. did that come out? 97, 98, 97? I remember a lot of things from that year, so. Okay. <laughs> um, well, there you go. My five-year-old brain wasn't really Oh, absorbing. that's right. You were five. Yeah. You've never so seen it? 
I think I've seen it, or at least most of it, right. probably. But for for how different it was, I think it it was good. Clearly, it started a whole new genre, right? Um, but I I need to rewatch it just because I'm like I I probably got rose colored glasses that I'm looking through at that yeah. because that's when I was first discovering horror movies oh, and yeah. and what it was like to be scared, but not not like think you're actually going to die or be in any real danger. And I remember that being the first movie that I was being scared in the safety of your own home. Yeah. 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 But I was in the pseudo safety of a movie theater. So anyway, that's what we're playing. If we miss something, let us know, let us know what you're playing always in our discord at bindmepodcast.com slash discord. Also, if you'd like to support our show, you can do that at patreon.com slash bite me podcast. That's patreon.com slash bite me podcast for as low as a dollar a month. You'll get access to our shows before anybody else does. And you'll also get special cool stuff in our discord, some stickers, some swag and things like that there. Um, and you can pay all the way up to $10 a month and you're a producer and you get first access to our call-in shows that we say we're going to do, but we need to do. So we've got that on the way and you can join the likes of Kevin Schuld. Thank you, Kevin. Also Joe Cole Jr. Oh, happy belated birthday, by the way, Joe Cole. I know you had a birthday the other day, so happy birthday. Is that actually today? There's a lot of birthdays this week. I think it was yesterday. We're recording on Wednesday the 23rd. I think it was Tuesday the 22nd. I think. If there were only a way to look on a thing called Facebook and see. I can't. I can't even. If it was. Keep my days I believe straight, so. it was. Yes, it was yesterday. Yesterday. So. Happy yester birthday. Yay. Uh, also, what do we have? Oh, that's my phone ringing. It scares the crap out of me. Hold, please. And we are back after that phone call that scared the crap out of me. Where were we? <laughs> We were thanking our producer patrons. Uh, thank you, Joe Cole. Like I said, happy birthday. Alan Schulte. Thank you. Austin Palmer as well. And Tom McDermott. We have Megan Phillips. John Tippins still up in there. And Operator Jack from Down Under. Down Under. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys for your support of our show. Like I said, always go to patreon.com slash bite me podcast if you would like to sign up. And also, speaking of signing up, we have Extra Life coming up in just over a week, um, raising money for Children's Miracle Network and Children's Hospitals, and specifically, we are raising money for Seattle Children's Hospital. Uh, November 1st and 2nd, we're going to be doing a 24-hour live stream. Cliff is currently trying to, I'm sorry, 2nd and 3rd or 1st and 2nd? I think 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. We're doing a whole bunch of crap. Yeah. Um, Cliff is trying to get our Twitch channel affiliated, so make sure you check out that at uh, twitch.tv slash bite me podcast. Get in there and, you know, just flip us on, watch us, all that stuff so we can get affiliated and raise some money. Uh, thanks to uh, Hans, also Vinny and Joe Cole all out there currently raising money for our team. Other people are as well. I'm just not on top of all that stuff like I should be. Um, yeah. Cliff is Cliff is the brains of this operation. In case anybody was wondering, so um, if you're a part of our team and you're currently raising money right now for Extra Life, we thank you so much. And make sure you sign up if you haven't already. Get on our team. You can go to bitemepodcast.com/slash/extra-life. Find out all about our team. See where we're at so far in uh, money's raised, and join our team as well. I need to actually get that done because I've got some people that want to donate under yeah. my name to our team. Yeah. So yeah. Um, what else? Oh yeah. Other housekeeping stuff. If you are listening on your favorite podcast platform, like Apple podcasts or 
Spotify or wherever. Make sure you you uh, you rate us, you follow us, get your notifications turned on. So every time we have a new episode pop up, it pops up on your phone and tells you that uh, you've got some more mediocre content to listen to. Woo! Yeah. So yeah, thanks for that. And let's get into uh, a bit of this that we, we do. News! Yes, the news. Um, so let's see. I'm going to make an executive decision here and do these two fallout stories back to back. So don't get confused over there. If you're looking at the notes, I am so confused. That's okay. Uh, wait, because that I'm mixing it up or because of these stories, the, what they're I doing. I don't know which one confuses me more. Well, let's first talk about the new fallout 76, uh, subscription service called fallout first. <laughs> it's just, that's a dumb name. Um, <laughs> that's a really dumb name. Fallout first. Yeah. Okay. What's dumber? What it actually is. (laughs) So Fallout 76 has revealed a new subscription service. This is uh, thanks to reporting from IGN. Uh, They've got a new subscription service over there at uh, the Fallout lands. It's called Fallout First. You can play by yourself in private worlds. So basically you're taking what is meant to be an online, you know, interactive with other people in the world game and you can pay to make it a singular, single-player experience, I think. Which I don't think is any different because no one's actually playing this game. Oh, that is what we call a sick burn. Yeah. Yeah. You need some ice for that sick burn? Yeah. Bethesda, is that who did? Yeah. So it's launching today in the UK. Uh, no, it's launching today. Um, Twelve ninety nine a month or $100 a year. So let's say you paid full price for this game, which... So what about the people that bought it a year ago mm-hmm. for sixty? Yeah, this is just... and don't even have a game. What? Well, yeah, I what... don't. I just. It's very confusing. This makes sense in a game that it has a player base, but I don't. I've yet to become aware of said player base of this game, nor have I heard anything <clears throat> positive about it. Really, I mean, I. Th- think that there the negatives that are there are just so negative that you're not getting a chance to hear yeah. the positives i know i've but heard it's like, people that, that don't but mind it's more it. like neutral than it is positive though yeah. it's not like this is a great experience it's like it's fallout it, i don't i don't particularly understand i like this idea in a game that is just thriving like, I don't mind the World of Warcraft model where you pay monthly for a game. But as and, long as the content and the people are right, there to support like that playstyle. But I like that you're, like, you do get, like, monthly atoms, so I'm assuming that's a currency. Like, that's kind of a cool idea where, because the thing I don't like about World of Warcraft is you just pay $15 and you play it until you stop playing it like there's not really that stream of stuff every month like it would be nice that every month you log in because you're paying like hey there's some new bits and bobs i guess don't they do don't they have new like raids that pop up and i'm sure but you get i mean if you're a new player certainly no because you have 10 years of content to sift through before you get to anything recent i guess at least in my experience so no that's true I think they're. I think they have something here where it's like, oh, you're playing monthly, so hey, this month you get currency to do stuff 
I guess <laughs> like there's an idea there is what I'm saying. Yeah, so if you are playing Fallout 76 and you're interested in that Fallout first membership, you get here, – here's what it gets you. It gets you private worlds for yourself and up to seven friends. So you and seven people can go in and play in this world that is going to be unencumbered by – And those seven friends don't need the subscription. Oh, they don't? No. Oh, So only cool. one person needs – so in theory you okay, could like not go all in on your server I guess. Okay. That's not the worst. Do you thing. actually have eight friends that play this game? No. I certainly don't. <laughs> um, um, you also get um, unlimited storage for crafting materials in a scrap box, a survival tent that acts as a placeable fast travel point, sixteen hundred and fifty atoms, one thousand six hundred and fifty atoms a month for the game's shop. Like you said, probably an in-game currency to buy bits and bobs, bits and bobs, and things and stuff. Uh, an exclusive ranger armor outfit and unique icons and emotes. That's a um, game pass is cheaper than this. Yes, <laughs> and, and you actually get to play games. Yeah, 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 and not not have the company play games with you. Yeah. Oh, I don't. This is just hard to talk about. I think because it's, it's just like, what about this makes sense? I didn't. I didn't even know people were playing this for them to come out and be like, hey, $10 a month. <laughs> I don't, well, like, I no. Think, I think no, that enough people are playing it. I think enough people are playing it simply because it is a Fallout game and Fallout uh, is I'm a very sure popular fan tri- I'm franchise. I'm sure there's people playing the game. Yeah. But just, I don't think they're the people that are going to pony up This $10 certainly isn't enticing in any way, even for people who are playing the game. Maybe? No. Only, only. Oh, and, okay. like, I can store unlimited crafting materials. Like, I'm paying for that. Isn't that just included in the game? Can't I just build a box? So now put things in it. Here's an ex- here's a little caveat. This is interesting. So only the owner of a private world has to be the Fallout first member. Fine, perfect. Yep. But the world will only stay active if that player stays in that world. As soon as they're like, I'm really tired, or I'm going to go to the bathroom, and like their computer crashes, that world ceases to exist, and everybody right. else is kicked so that out. That kind of kind of stinks. Yeah. That's silly pants. Yeah. Well, I th- don't know. This is thankfully weird. I didn't jump on that train. Thankfully, um, and in some more, I guess you could call this disappointing. I guess you could call that disappointing news. I don't know. That's divisive news at the at the very least. Uh, also, Fallout seventy six Wastelanders, the update that they have been touting on the way uh, soon ish. It has now officially been delayed until twenty twenty. Um, it's an update that's going to bring some extra NPCs, companions, new story quests, some dialogue options, and uh, other stuff. Um, it was announced today that it's been pushed back to early 2020. But you can still pay $100 if you want to play with yourself. <laughs> I'd so, pay a lot more for a lot less. I don't. <sighs> yeah, this game, I mean, they're, they're, really, they're really just screwing the pooch yeah, with this game. I don't know. I don't know. I guess if I were a bigger Fallout fan, I guess this would mean more to me. But as somebody who sits from the outside and looks at the Fallout franchise and goes, I really wish I was a fan. I really wish I could get into that. Seeing it from this perspective, I'm like, I am so glad that I did not get sucked into that world. See, I I loved playing Fallout. Specifically 3. I think I spent the most time playing in New Vegas a little bit. I didn't play 4 a lot. 4 was great. but it's like I would love to get into this, but as as the outsider looking in, you're just like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. 
is this a reality television show? And you know how I'm that guy that's like, ooh, shiny collector's box. Let's buy that. Right. I almost if it turns went in you on off, that. Right. If it turns you off, something's wrong. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So there you go. If you're playing Fallout 76 and you were waiting for that Wastelanders update sometime before Christmas, well, not going to happen. Sorry about it. Um, into some happier news. Let's talk about Steam. They're now letting you play local multiplayer games online with remote play together. It's currently in beta. Um, so, for instance, like when we were playing uh, Nidhogg for Extra Life, I was like, oh, this would be a great online multiplayer game. I don't know if, if you could at that point. But, for instance, you can now do those local couch co-op games. You can do them in right. separate places. Which is super cool. And I guess I get why that hasn't happened yet because I guess it, I don't know, like I get you needing to be next to the game to play it, I guess. Mm-hmm. But it's really nice to be able to be like, I have this game. Do you want to play with me even though you're not on my couch? So that that's cool. Yeah. Uh, without having to own a copy of said game. So. And I think, I mean, I think when it comes to games like that are meant to be played like on couch co-op that that when it comes to trying to get them to work over the internet i'm sure there is some kind of techie like latency type issues things like that that they'd have to work out to a degree not nearly as much as like um the things like stadia and the, the cloud streaming services had to work out but there's still i'm sure a little hurdle that they had to figure out how to get that to work just right because mm-hmm. those games can be kind of twitchy mm-hmm Mm-hmm. So um, if you're interested in signing up for that, you can uh, sign up for that. Uh, the, we will – it's uh, port.steampowered.com. Go there. Check it out. Uh, you can launch a local multiplayer game, invite friends from your friends list into the Steam overlay, select remote play together, and done. It should work. Right. Um, it's also going to allow you to stream video, audio, and voice chat and your inputs as well between all the players. So check that out. I think this, that's a – I mean I'm – Kind of surprised that that hasn't happened sooner in the sense that I think that's a way you can sell games. Mm-hmm. Um, because couch co-op games are the games that I impulsively buy after playing them. Like, that game was fun. I would love to play that with my friends, so I buy it. Whereas now, like a game like I played at PAX, that was my favorite game of PAX, is Hot Shot Burn, and mm-hmm. I haven't got to play it a lot lately, but... Um, I'm excited because I think they just added bots and things so you don't have to play with people all the time now. But that's a game where I'm telling everybody how awesome it is, but I know no one's said, oh, yeah, I went and spent $15 and I love it. No one has said that yet. Now I can be like, hey, Vinny, you want to remote play this game with me? And he'll have so much fun he will buy that game because he wants to now play it with his friends Right. right. So I, I see that that is a way that those smaller games will get sold because just me saying that game's fun, you should try it, isn't going to sell that right. game. Because those are the games that you play them and then you have hysterical laughter like Duck Game or Nidhogg. <laughs> those kinds of games, you're like, this is so much fun, I need this game. Right. But if you don't actually play it, you don't have that visceral feeling of how fun it really was, I think. So. Oh, totally. Um, uh, they've got a whole list of games, by the way, that you can check out that support remote play, including things like Rocket League, Divinity, Original Sin 2, and Gears 5. So go check that out if you're interested in that. Humble Bundle, of which we are an official affiliate. You can go to bitemepodcast.com slash humble for all the latest Humble Bundle deals, and you can sign up 
for their Humble Bundle monthly subscription. And it is actually changing a little bit. The Humble Monthly Bundle is getting more expensive, but you get to pick your games. Right, which is, I think, cool. That's really cool because, don't get me wrong, like popping open that email three weeks before the Humble Bundle is fully announced, seeing I can get Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy and the Spyro Reignited Trilogy for $12. Right. That's awesome. But that also means that there are four or five other games that are coming along in this package that I'm probably not going to give two craps about. Right. And it's a bunch of shovel. Not always a bunch of shovelware, but sometimes it's just... It's stuff that... Stuff. I'm not going to say that as much as it's like, that appeals to someone, mm-hmm. but not everybody. Like, those... Ge- there's a... Generally, they're cool, good games that someone would play, but not everyone is going to play. Exactly. So I guess this is a nice way to be able to kind of pick and choose for people a little better. So um, let's talk about these these different plans now um, that that Humble Bundle offers. So right now I've got the twelve dollar a month or the one hundred and thirty two dollars a year package. That's the classic package. Um, so that gets you nine or I'm sorry ten curated games to keep. You get a choice in games. You get access to the Humble Trove. You also get a twenty percent Humble Store discount. And you have unlimited access to published originals and betas from Humble Bundle. So that would mean things like Slay the Spire, right. which was published by Humble Bundle. Um, you'll get that unlimited for free. Uh, drop down to – or actually not drop down. You get – oh, so that's the, so the classic. If you're currently at that $12 a month pricing right, and, you don't and you're a subscriber, you will keep it. Before it over. Yeah, you, you will get keep all that. 10 games. Yeah. You will keep everything the way it is. Um, for $12 a month. Which I if guess you, is a great deal. Hell yeah, because if you're just now coming into it and you're not a current subscriber for premium, which is the same benefits as classic, just one less curated game, it's $20 a month. That's nine games. Also choosing your games, Humble Trove access, 20% off the Humble Store and unlimited access to those originals. Basic is $15 a month. So that's three games. Choose them. Humble Trove, 10% off the Humble Store and unlimited access to those originals. And then there is the light version, which is $5 a month. You don't get any curated games. You don't get to choose any games because you don't get any curated games. But you do get access to the Humble Trove, it looks like. Yes? Yes. Get access to the Humble Trove, 10% off the Humble Bundle Store or the Humble Store and limited access to those published originals. So I'm assuming it's kind of like a – maybe like a Game Passy style thing where games come in and out and you get to play those. That's my guess. So, yeah, so if you're currently locked in as a Humble Bundle monthly subscriber and you like it so far, it looks like it's getting better for you. Don't lose that subscription because if you come back in, you're going to be paying almost twice as much. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so stick to it. That makes me happy. I like my Humble Bundle. Even though I don't play a lot of it, it's like – it's all right. I know that the money's going for good-ish stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. Okay. Did I? Nope. There we go. So this is the the headline that got your attention. Eat tacos, get Game Pass. Let's find out yeah, more so about this. At Taco Bell, if you get a box of Taco Bell, you can win an Xbox. But not only do you maybe win an Xbox, you get a code for 14 days of Game Pass Ultimate. Wow. And if you turn on recurring billing because you think you're going to keep using the service, you'll get 44 days of Game Pass. Wow. Okay. Hey, go eat some tacos and get Game Pass. And you'll be able to play games like The Outer Worlds, Outer Wilds, and Outlander, and Gears 5. That's outlandish. (laughs) Gears 5. Yeah. 
Um, so that's really cool. So that's only running through November 23rd, so about a month from the day of recording. So the the Sunday or the Saturday before Thanksgiving. This is how long that I, – I have dates in my head. I have specific yeah. things happening on specific dates, yeah. so that's why I know things like that. I'm not like that usually. Anyway, um, so you can sign up for that. If you just head to a Taco Bell, buy some tacos, uh, anytime between now and November 23rd, you will get at least a 14-day free trial of Game Pass Ultimate. Um but how sweet would it be to get that sweet, sweet Xbox? Yeah, does it did it did it say whether or not you can do this if you already have Game Pass? Let's see. I don't I, I don't that know. I don't see anything. So I mean, worst case scenario, you eat tacos. <laughs> so I think the <laughs> That's okay. Like without Game Pass, so get yourself a chalupa and be happy tacos with or without game pass are great because they're what they're tacos they're still tacos and even a bad taco is still a pretty that's why i hate when people are like taco bell that's not tacos well but yes you're probably right it's taco adjacent it's still kind of a tortilla with kind of stuff in it and it's kind of good so (laughs) your taco snobbery is not welcome here Okay, Uh, yeah, so Eat Tacos, Get Game Pass, now through November 23rd. Uh, Finally, let's wrap things up with some Twitch news. If you've ever sat there watching a movie and thought, wow, sure would like to watch a movie with some friends. Well, now you can do that on Twitch. And uh, yeah, so Twitch is testing out watch parties, kind of like Facebook does with their certain videos or whatever. You can have a watch party on Facebook uh, with certain videos, Yeah, which is kind of interesting. This is smart. So what is so? Tell me about this. What do you think about this? Um, well, I mean, your concern would be that how did where are they doing this? Well, Twitch is owned by Amazon, so uh. they'll work the deal so you can stream Amazon Prime stuff. So anything that's on Amazon Prime that they have the rights to, I'm sure contractually, then everyone's happy and you can watch this with your friends. So. Huh, I wonder, this should be interesting for people that want to do, like, almost, like, critique-as-they-go kind of shows. Right. It it does open a new door. Like, I would be interested in, I mean, doing something like this. Like, how great would it be to sit down with somebody who is a, uh, like, well, somebody like you, who is very much went to school for movies. You know movies, you understand movies and things and stuff, and like watch an epi- watch a show or something you've never seen. Right. And every so- time something interesting or curious or whatever happens, you get to pause it and kind of break it down. Right. And, it's super fun. Oh, that could be cool. Like, I would even love doing this because like there's certain movies that I see that I really like sharing with people. Like I would watch this movie and be like, Hey, you want to watch it? Like this was, I mean, this one of the things I miss about college when you had a bunch of people, not necessarily that because they were around the same age, but you kind of had similar mm-hmm. interests or you had like, you were doing the same thing and there's a lot of you around each other. So you had a community of friends often. So you'd be like, Hey, this movie's pretty cool. We're going to have a movie night. Right. So we would turn the lights down and just jam a bunch of people into our dorm or whatever. And we would watch movies like, and that's kind of what you would do for fun. And specifically though, it was like, it wasn't the normal 
I don't know the normal blockbuster. It's kind of the stuff on the fringe that right. people probably haven't seen, and they're like, "Wow, that those are actually really good." Like it, it's like this kind of eye-opening thing. Because mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of movies out there, right? So oh, yeah, um, I think there's a lot of movies people would appreciate if they even knew of them. So it's like that. I think that's fun to be able to experience movies like that and. And it'll be interesting, too, because, like, this is what what I used to do. I've been in a couple of long-distance relationships in my life, and we would always do this thing where it's like, all right, let's pick a movie to watch, and then we'd get on Skype. at the same time. Three, two, one, start. Right. This will make it so much easier. Way easier. Wow. It's kind of a a take on, like, just, like, watching. I've never watched a lot of commentary, like, movies with, like, the director commentary and and stuff, but... I know there's tons of people out there who like that. Right. There's a bunch. So, I mean, I think this is totally something that... I mean, and who knows what people might get into this like what if director xyz wants to have a like Mm -hmm. they're kind of past their time past their prime of doing movies and they want to do something else like this is totally a great outlet for that kind of thing i mean what a great! I mean, it's such a great marketing tool yeah. for for movies, like newer movies too. It's like, uh, uh, right here, everybody's talking about that one scene in the trailer. Well, here's the director to come in, and without giving everything away, let's break down right. what you just saw and what you're questioning. But now imagine, because of all the Amazon original content, what they could do with their own stuff too Oof. on Twitch, right? So they can have their own. Pe- like they have the people that made those movies that want to put that stuff out there, so. It's there you of, go. I don't genius. know. There's there's a lot of stuff that could could come out of this, I guess. That is fun. Um that is currently right now they're just testing it, I believe, and um so they are sending out invitations to select streamers right now. So, yep. right meow. Yeah, right meow. Right meow. Um all right, there's all your news for the week. Let's get into our next portion of the show where you ask us questions. We have a few this week, so let's get right into it with this fella. Hey, yo, Vinny. What you doing? Well, what he's doing is he's he's starting his own podcast called the VIP Gaming Podcast. Right. So. I've heard of this. I have. I have. You should check it out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Vinny wants to know, uh, well, Vinny writes, do you feel this year was kind of an off year, in air quotes, for video games? Coming off of a year like last year with God of War, Spider-Man, Red Dead 2, etc., and looking at a year like next year with Cyberpunk, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Marvel's Avengers, Walk Dog Legions, Doom Eternal, etc., why do you think this year is or is not as underwhelming as the year prior or year next? Yes, no. Yes, no, yeah. I, I'm, um, I'm, I'm up and back and forth about this. I do feel this year, I realized it was almost over. Yeah. Because it's October. <laughs> um, I don't think there was a lot of big, booming, awesome successes that I feel and remember. And like, ah, that was glad I had that. But in retrospect, I didn't think last year was fantastic. Oh, either. last year was insanely good. It was jam-packed with massive games. Well, that see, massive game doesn't mean anything. But that's, massive, there's a bunch okay. of summer blockbuster movies too, and they all suck. Now, so, that's, now I say when um, I say massive games, I mean massive in scope and massive in popularity and 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 right. critical success. Right, but success doesn't mean I was particularly enthralled by it either. Red Dead Redemption, Red, Red Dead Redemption Two was fantastic. That's kind of where it ended for me, okay. I guess. Overall. 
um, compared to I remember that was last year, right? So I remember years past where I could say that year was just jam packed. I but mean, more and more we're we're playing games that have been out for years already. So there was God of War. I be- was at, uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Uh, Spider Man. I'm still blinking. Red Dead you. Two. Okay. Uh. There was a ton. I can't remember the rest. There was a lot. But 2019 has not been a slouch. Like, there's been a lot of really great games, and there's still games coming. Like, we've still got Death Stranding coming up in two well, weeks. Well, we don't even know if that's a game. Oh, it's a game. Oh, it's still my favorite thing of this year, but <laughs> I don't know if it's a game. It's a game. Um, Absolutely a game. Nor does next year seem very appealing either at this point. Okay. Um, I mean, we also had Borderlands 3. Yeah. This year. That's probably my f- favorite thing so far. Well, Resident Evil 2 Remake. We had Kingdom Hearts 3, War Groove. No, that's big. Apex no. Legends. Like, it's been a... Uh, there was the new Metro game. I'm uh, I'm just looking. I'm looking at some it of these seems massive less games. Than last year, but last Devil year Devil May Cry not. 5 was this year, and that was one of the highest scoring games, you know, review-wise. And, people, yeah. and it's a great game. I'm still yeah. playing my way I, through that. What else is that? I mean, there's a ton of stuff that's come out this year. Sekiro came out this year. Division 2 came out this year. So there's a lot that is, that's come out this year. Sounds like a lot of hype to me. Mm. Same I with don't that. think this year has been a slouch. Um, I mean, I think overall, like, a lot of games come out, so you're going to be happy. Mm-hmm. Like, you have enough stuff to play. Oh, I've got But if you things. erased everything from years past and just could play, I think you would might realize that maybe there's not as much as you hmm. and like next year like eh. i remember the hype around every watchdogs game and i want to love them and then they come out to the sound of a fizzling Aww. turd i guess like i don't <laughs> i've never heard a fizzling turd but and thanks. that's kind of how a lot of these big tentpole games have felt to me like right. some people love them and none of them have really captured me very hard um Sure, Assassin's Creed made this huge leap, but it's still Assassin's Creed 12, and I'm kind of over it. <laughs> as much as I want to play that game, like, I'm kind of over it. Oh, I love it. Um, I'm still, like, there's still so much to do in that game for me. <laughs> um, I don't know. <clears throat> I think next year will be interesting just because, like, the 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 titles that are that are popping up are... I feel like it's just this. I feel like it's just another year of giants, where it's like right. God of War, Spider Man, Red Dead Two. That was last year. This year we had Devil May Cry. Those games I rattled off. They're big. Those Devil May Cry is a huge franchise that came out this year. So it's just different games, different names on the same type of game. So Watch Dogs Legions. That's that's just an Assassin's Creed game with a different vibe. Mm-hmm. It really Sci-fi. is. Yeah. Cyberpunk. That's gonna be that's gonna be the interesting one, I think, to watch is some, Cyberpunk. That's so, true. Just because it's like, different. Those are the games that scare me though, because it's they have so much hype and then they are like six mm-hmm. and a half sevens, and oh. you're like, what was that game? Anthem. Hello. Hello? Anthem. The Rages. Um, oh, I know. Like, <sighs> there's a lot of those games that come out because we're so good at marketing things and making trailers. So mm-hmm. 
Like, it looks great, and then, oh, I touched it. Ew. Yeah. Which is uh, not saying those games aren't great. It's just I think the number of fantastic masterpiece games is actually very slim. I mean, the same way with like, movies and things. Most movies are garbage sixes and sevens whatever arbitrary scale rating system you put on things that doesn't really make a whole lot of sense in the end but i feel like the rating system should just go to you might like this or "Mm, you might not like this i mean you got a thumbs up or thumbs down more or less yeah thumbs up or thumbs down is i feel like that's the way to go yeah but what about those that ride that fine line right and well that's the myth it's i don't know at that point it's kind of thumbs down i guess i don't know yeah well thank you for the question Vinny. uh up next mr polite I love that name. If you could take the opportunity to take a day trip, would you take it to space or the bottom of the ocean? And why? I'm going to space, man. And the why would be because I feel like we have seen enough pictures of things under the water and pulled enough creatures out of it. We have a fairly good idea of the things and stuff that are down there. Outer space? I don't know, man. I I know. Don't get me wrong. I know. But outer space, I feel, would be... You're going to look around and not find a lot. I know, I'm sure. A whole lot of nothing. But I'm in space. Yeah. Whereas, like, oh, I'm underwater. The ocean kind of freaks me out. <laughs> really? Because when there's no light, things don't need light, so they evolve in ways where they don't have eyeballs <laughs> or things that... Like, one fish was like, hey, I still have eyeballs, so I should probably, like, get a lantern on my head. And, like, that's how they figured it out. And everyone Uh else is like, we don't need light. We don't need eyeballs because we don't have light down here. Like, why why do you look like that? Oh, because no one can see you because you're an ugly fish thing. No one has to look at you so you can look like that, right? So do you You could be ugly if you want to because ain't nobody got to look at you. No one cares. (laughs) Beautiful light is for beautiful people, so right? That, so, like, you don't need. Oh, is that why that guy you follows don't need me? Beauty around at the bottom of the ocean. You got all these weird fish. You've got beautiful dolphins and whales. Because they're closer to the yeah. up here. Because they need. And then the, down there, you're like. Yeah. <laughs> so, are you like, saying what is that? So, are you saying you want to go to the ocean or you want to go to outer space? I don't think I want to go down there because because it's freaky, that, man. Yeah, <laughs> you don't want to look at that stuff. It's scary. So would you? But rather, you're not going to find anything out in space either. So I feel like you're going to be traveling forever. Yeah, you can find, find something at some point, maybe, maybe, or not. Probably not. But would you rather have the opportunity to find something that probably will never be <laughs> that found? Probably doesn't exist. Or, or go down there and have to look at weird. I've seen pictures of you, but now you're IRL. Oh crap, anglerfish. That's what. At least you get to see something. I mm, guess. I don't know. What is that little floating dot? Do, 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 do. Yeah. Mm. I don't have a, I don't have all that time to go to space. Like you can get down to the ocean and back up in a reasonable time, probably. True. Like space. I'm way out here. <laughs> Checking out in here. from Venus. Hello. Huh? Yeah. I don't know. I'd st- I still like outer space. Final answer because I don't know. I've been I've been a nut for outer space and space travel and stuff mm. since I was a kid. Oh, it's certainly cool that you can math your way to the moon, but. <laughs> I don't know. Well, there you go. Uh, thank you, Mr. Polite. Operator Jack says, good day, everyone. Well, good day to you, too, sir. Um, question for the podcast this week. What do you guys think of role play in games? Have you tried it with your in-game character? Do you find it fun? Uh, I've been doing uh, role play as a cop, and it's so much fun and intense. I'm guessing he's talking about role playing as a cop on, like, GTA Online. Right. Um, I've not done a lot of online 
stuff in those type of worlds where you're like, well, today I'm going to be Officer Jim Bob and I'm going to go arrest people for driving too quickly on a sidewalk. Mm -hmm. I've not played games like that, so I don't have a whole lot to say other than the role play in games like Assassin's Creed or, or, or something like that where that kind of role is predetermined. Um, yeah, I haven't done it a really much in video games. Vinny and I talk in Pirate Voices when we play Sea of Thieves, which is <laughs> I remember absolutely that. hysterical, and, and that makes it fun. So, like, I, I get the idea, and I think that is super fun. Um, but sometimes I think you just want to chill out and play your game sometimes, and rather than make it this whole other experience. Because, right. I, I mean, role-playing is... A lot of effort, right? Oh, yeah. Um, well, for a second, when I first read this question, I wasn't sure. It says in-game character, but then he ruled. I'm like, are you LARPing as a cop, like, on the weekends? Are you just are you, are you just standing there on the— Just like a beat cop. Right. Dun, dun. Just walking through the neighborhood in Australia with your with your your little baton, just whacking alligator crocodiles on yeah. the head. I don't know. That, like, for a second, I seriously you got thought it was your Joey deputy. Yeah. <laughs> Stick him in your pocket. Um, it it sounds fun though. Like I like the idea of of this, especially in a game like GTA. I think there's a lot of fun role play mm-hmm. um, opportunity there. Doing like cops and robbers kind of kind of stuff. <laughs> I watched a stream once, and I was watching a GTA stream, and I wasn't quite sure what I was watching. And this dude got pulled over. And I straight up listened to the other guy who was playing the cop. Sir, you realize how fast you were going. Yeah. yeah I clocked you going 45 and a, and a 30. And, you know, that's – and there was this whole exchange between them back and forth. And I'm like, what? What am I watching? Yeah. Is this real? That's super fun. Yeah. But, hey, if you've always wanted to be a cop. Yeah, I mean, I definitely want to be that cop because st- driving in those lines in GTA is oh. – you're all over the road. You're I, blowing red lights. Like, you're breaking all true. the rules. <laughs> Uh, that's fun. Thank you, Operator Jack, for that. And good luck. And make some make some hot arrests for us, please. Yeah. Uh, Joe Coleslaw is up next. Last week until October 31st. That would be Halloween. Uh, he wants to know, what video game boss or horror-based character do, you, character do you most affiliate yourself with or sympathize for? Who would you want to spend your Halloween night with? Not as prey, but as in a party with. Hmm. I feel like... Uh, Pennywise could be super fun from it. Yeah. I do. Because he's a clown, and clowns make you laugh. And he's also just a total dick. Yeah, he's a real jerk. Yeah. <laughs> like, those kids keep coming up to your door. No, kids, I, for the 20th time, I don't have candy. Finally, like, the 21st kid walks so up, and them. Pennywise walks up and just bites his arm off. Yeah. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Or Mike Myers. He's awful quiet. Yeah. Michael Myers. Or is it Mike Myers? Yeah. Michael Myers. Michael Myers. Yeah. I always get him and the actor confused. <laughs> they look the same. Totally. <laughs> um, yeah, this could be fun. I don't. No? You don't know? I don't really know. Yeah. I don't really see myself as an evil person, and video game bosses are generally pretty evil. Well, yeah, but who? But which ones are like? They're like, not fun. They're terrible people, right? But aren't there any like sympathetic villains or no? No, they're okay. serial killers. Well, yeah, but like for instance, the Joker. Clearly, he I has like issues. Joker. 
uh, he, uh, mental health issues and society just kind of cast him down and blah, 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 blah. And he became this evil, evil thing. Would you not want to spend time with him? I, I just because of how he turned character. out. Yeah, okay. I don't know if you're, it's going to be pretty one way, I think, but it's going to be, it's going to be a really weird conversation. He's still a sociopath, so. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I'd probably go with the Joker. The Joker's pretty cool. I mean, you can hang out with Gooigi. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. The ghosts from Pac-Man. <laughs> Inky, Blinky, and... Tinky Winky? <laughs> Stinky? I don't know. I'm going with the Joker. Okay. There you go. At least it'd be fun in a really messed up way. Yeah. <laughs> it's exciting. Right? You don't know what's going to happen. It, it'll be fun until that damn Batman shows up and ruins your night. Yeah. All right, Joel Coleswell. maybe Old Man Withers. Oh, from... <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Oh no, that's old man Smithers. Yeah, is that that's wait who's the Scooby Doo? Old man Withers. Yeah, I yeah. just I went with Smithers. That's fine. No, you're thinking of uh, I'm thinking of the assistant. Yeah, what's his name? Mr. Burns. Mr. Burns. Yeah, he's an he's a villain in oh, yeah. the Simpsons game. Yeah. Oh, I'd hang out with him. Money. He'd pay for Ooh. everything that night. <laughs> All right, Joe Coleslaw, thank you for that question. And if you have questions for us, you can always send them in via our. Or I almost said Doom uh, via our Discord channel. Just go to bitemepodcast.com slash Discord and you will go there and you can talk to us. Yep. Cool. All right. Let's wrap things up with some cheap free games over on the Epic Game Store. You have the Layers of Fear Complete edition of the game, which I need to snag that because it was on Game Pass. Downloaded it. I went to play it, and that was one of the ones that was like, nope, it, sorry, see ya. It's gone. 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 So I'm going to go grab that as well as Cube 2. Don't know anything about it. But it's there. That's cube with a Q. Yes, cube. <laughs> cube, thank you. Uh, on Game Pass this month, October 23rd, which is today, the day of recording, grab a couple of games. Lonely Mountains Downhill, which I do believe is a not under that link right there. So, okay. So, I don't know. It's a game, and you can get it on Xbox Game Pass right now. Uh, Secret Neighbor as well on Xbox Game Pass. Uh, Minute, M-I-N-I-T, on Xbox Friday, October 24th. So grab, I'm sorry, Thursday, October 24th, grab that. Uh, big game, The Outer Worlds. Everybody's uh, excited for this. It looks really, really good. Some of the early reviews are promising. Uh, it's going to be on Xbox Game Pass Ultimate for console and PC, Friday, October 23rd. After Party, on Xbox, October 29th. I don't know what that's about, but if it's anything like the After Parties I've been to, IRL, well, it's not for kids. Lego Star Wars 3 is out on Halloween on Xbox Game Pass, and Subnautica is going to hit that first week of November on the 7th. Subnautica, if you've not played it, is a uh, submarine kind of a... I think that's the the horror game where you... Like the horror, like first-person narrative-ish kind of game, I think. Am I wrong? Seems good. I will look it up because I can Yes, nope, nope. Maybe it is. Nope, I'm a liar. It's not that. But it's fun. Go check it out. Xbox uh, Game Pass on November 7th. And that is that. That's it. That's all she wrote. This is what happens when Cliff is not here. Our show's got to go by quick because we don't have all that insider uh, brainy knowledge that he does. We he just, likes to talk. He does. And he's got stuff to talk about. We just talk about, yeah. you know, we just go, hey, video games, and we're done. Or we scratch our heads because we're like, I don't like, even know. I don't understand the answer. Or the Why question. are they charging me $100 to play Fallout? After I already paid Because I'm still 60. not going to play it. 
Like, and what about those people who got that that big giant right. collector's edition who were like, it's I like paid two hundred dollars. Yeah, you need to finish this game, <laughs> and I make us pay you more money. Yeah, you basically it was a paid beta. So. Other games are like, hey, this isn't working <laughs> out. We're gonna make it free. They're like, Seriously. oh, this isn't working out. We're gonna get more money. Yeah, or more money. <laughs> Give me more money. They're really screwing the pooch right now. I don't get it. Yeah, well. Neither do they, clearly. Like, when you announce something like that, you gotta be like, we got big news. We got all this new, cool, smash, boom, pow, whiz bangs, and, and you're not gonna wanna miss it, and we're gonna have to put this premium price on it, because it's worth it. And they're like, nope, just give us our bucks. Maybe the game will be fixed one day. You clearly have, you have a lot of, um... Opinions about this. Well, they just, I feel like they just <laughs> handled everything bad from day one. I get, like, it just didn't seem, it was just, they dropped the ball on this whole game and they're like trying to pick it up, but the ball is in pieces because it was a ceramic ball. Uh. <laughs> And they were trying to play kickball with it, and they just kicked it, and it just shattered. I feel like, like you should put together what's called a bitch cast, where yeah. you just sit down and list out all these things that yeah. Bethesda's done wrong. Just bitch about it for an hour. Because yeah. I think you could fill easily an hour. Oh, yeah. yeah at least. It's, yeah. It all comes right. from a good place. Like, I, they, I only, I, yeah. if I didn't care, I wouldn't talk about it. But it's like, I want, I want to play your games. I would like to play it. It looks really good. It looks there, There's good. something there. I get that. But it's just not there for right. me yet. All right. So that is that. Make sure you find us online, bitemepodcast.com, bytemepodcast.com, slash humble for our humble bundle, slash extra life if you'd like to join our extra life team, and uh, patreon.com slash bitemepodcast if you would like to support our show. Uh, you can find me on Insta, Twitch, Xbox, PlayStation, Slapjacks, Twitter at NotGoodGamer, NotGoodGayMer. Find me there, and eventually I'll have more content and more stuff going up when I have the actual time. You can find me at IHOP this weekend because I kind of want some pancakes. Oh no! Okay, if you're in Seattle, here's Whoa. the thing. Whoa! And this is it. If you're in Seattle and you want some pancakes that are just amazing in the best, like hasn't changed hardly at all since 1963 when they opened. Pancake Chef in Tukwila. Oh, really? Oh, my God. It's so good. Where's that? It's so if you're going, if you take I-405, yes. you know, around the south, southern part of the city, down through Renton, mm-hmm. and you go towards SeaTac, the airport, okay. um, it's north of 509 and west of I-5. So north of, north of. Oh, okay. So, so it's, it's in that weird part of yeah. Tukwila. And it's, it's awesome. Okay. We had the world's best waitress. She's crazy. Uh, uh, Allie, she she was great, and they had carrot cake pancakes mm. with cream cheese drizzle. Oh, good. it was amazing! Pancake right now. Yeah, but that was fine too. Those were delicious. They, they were. It was all delicious. Chips. Like chocolate chip mm-hmm. Do it. So yeah, pancake chef. You drive up and you're like, where? What? What? What decade is go. this from? Go so, and <laughs> I'll tell you the story about the guy when uh, he was ringing me up at the end and the the whole checkout. Thing and what he kept saying to me over and over again very loudly. <laughs> That'll be on the uh, adult version of the show. So, all right. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next week for episode 153 for Halloween.